0: Welcome to Rebecca Neal, the podcast. This is Rebecca Neal, your host, and this podcast has been created as a beautiful, safe space to share insights to help you improve your daily life through nutrition and health, to help you succeed in business, and to have thought provoking conversations with industry leaders and experts in their field so that we can become more conscious and more mindful with the way that we live our daily lives.
1: I wanted the products to be um, to be made beautifully and made well and fit in with their homes and their lifestyles and they could have it on display and it, and it fit in seamlessly with their interiors. So, and I wanted it to be something that um, was made really consciously. I wanted to think about um, the way that the fabrics feel and where that fabric is from.
0: And that's Courtney Mooney. She's the face behind the Slow Mo Co, a small business in Sydney that handmakes sustainable eco-lux yoga props for people who want to slow down, connect and reset. Courtney wanted to have her own business for so long. And finally, she found the confidence in 2020 to just give it a go. Combining her love of sewing and yoga, she is a self-confessed bad yogi, her terms who enjoys red wine and chocolate since discovering yin yoga she is much more patient and less sleep deprived as a mother and wife her yoga bolster and noise cancelling headphones are getting her through sydney's current lockdown as she balances home school for her two young kids and continues to grow her business i'm so excited to have this woman on the show today i can't wait for you to hear this episode let's dive in welcome to the show Hi, Rebecca. Thank you so much. This is my first ever podcast, so bear with me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited that it's your first one. I think you have some amazing info to share with us today and the audience. So very, very grateful to have you on and be very, very honoured actually to have your first episode with us.
1: (laughs) Well, um, I'm excited. Yeah, let's get into it. Can't wait. Amazing.
0: So one of the questions I love to ask my guests is, how do you spend the first hour of your day? Well,
1: um, that's changed recently, but um, normally I'd love to go to a a 6am outdoor uh, boot camp, if you will, that's um, on the harbour. I live in Sydney, so it's so beautiful to get out there and watch the sunrise and do a bit of exercise or uh, stay at home and do a bit of yoga or go to the studio. And um, then i come home and get the kids ready for school, do their lunches and all that sort of fun stuff. But um, lockdown has unfortunately shifted this a bit. And for the past few weeks, I'm getting up at 5 a.m. so that I can um, have a little bit of silence and work on my business and take the dog for a walk in peace.
0: Yeah, I can imagine that lockdown has thrown, like, yourself and a lot of people out of their routines, and it's great to hear that you're kind of adapting, to like, in a way that you possibly can with the 5 a.m. start, which I'm imagining is quite challenging, <laughs> if you're not used to it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've always been an early riser, but,
1: yeah, that's like, yeah, when it's when it's almost at the fours, it's, you know, it's very, very early. But, um, yeah, I think for, for me personally, yeah, just finding a new routine when – in Sydney when you sort of started to think oh okay it's not going to be just two weeks you know and it started dragging on a bit you're like okay i got to find the new normal just yeah. to, to survive and, and get through
0: and yeah. it's been as the time of this recording it's been what eight weeks now since yeah yeah, yeah. eight weeks yeah <laughs> crazy times my parents yeah. Sydney as well so oh, are they all about it yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so anyway, but um, so looking forward to, to one day getting back to the yoga studio, but for now it's um, home practices all the way.
0: Yeah, amazing. So I'd love to dive into, you know, a little bit more about you, your background and what led you to create the Slow Mo Co. Where did it all begin? This is the, you know, greater question of it all.
1: Yeah, it is, yes. So, um, as I mentioned, I'm I'm a mum, so I have um, two kids who are six and eight, and before they arrived and I had a career, my career was pretty patchy, and it was sort of um, in and out of sort of creative roles in marketing and interior design. Um, I wasn't the best employee and I knew I was always suited to having my own business and I just couldn't really nail that special idea. I couldn't get passionate about anything that really came along. So um, I thought that being on maternity leave, you know, I'd have a spare time and I'd really um, be able to, to nut that out when I went back to work. But, um I found parenting, um, when the kids were really young, tough. I really struggled and was in full-on survival mode. So I just didn't have the headspace to do that. And I'd I'd lost myself a little bit. So um, for me, there were two things that sort of got me out of that funk, and they were sewing and yoga. So um, I've done yoga on and off for about 20 years. And I'm not great at it. I'm not flexible. Um, But I always feel amazing after. So I love that it gets me out of my head and into my body. And that's totally what I needed as a new parent, feeling overwhelmed and anxious. So when I finally sort of got the energy to go back to the yoga studio, I discovered yin yoga, um, I'm not sure if you've done that before. Uh, I'm guessing you have because I know that you have uh, one of my products, but um, it's it's really different to my usual hot flow yoga because it forces you to stop. And in a class you can sort of lie down for the whole 60 minutes, but holding poses for a lengthy bit of time like a forward bend or a hip open Sometimes it's like up to five minutes and it's literally in slow motion and it challenges you to do less, which is so opposite to what we're taught in everyday life. For me, um, I find it really meditative and I also feel like I get the best sleep of my life when I finish the in class. So that was sort of my, my me time. And... I would always return home a much nicer human afterwards. And I went on a few yoga retreats, which are so amazing when you're there. And then you come home and it's kind of, you know, back to the daily grind. So I really wanted to work out how I could replicate that feeling of relaxation and calm. I knew I was still missing something, though, so the yoga was definitely helping with my headspace. But um, always being a creative person, I, I hadn't really done anything that sort of um, sparked that creativity in a little while so I actually had a little bit of time once um, the kids started preschool and I took up sewing lessons so I'd sort of um, grown up with my mum doing a little bit of sewing but I never really got into it and um, doing these these lessons once a week I just loved it immediately. I started making things, you know, following these steps um, in a really mindful way and I felt this awesome sense of achievement when I could make a piece of clothing and wear it and it was so much fun. I pretty much now make all of my own clothes and rarely go shopping. I have discovered this like entire sewing community on Instagram and my whole world opened up. So sewing pretty much changed me and gave me this feeling of empowerment and confidence. In um, 2020, so I've been sewing I think for about a year at this point and both kids started school and I was in a much more positive headspace, feeling confident in myself, feeling creative, and I thought maybe maybe it's time to start thinking about starting a business and – I was doing a little bit of admin work, but it definitely wasn't really um, something I was passionate about. And I knew maybe, you know, my love of sewing could be done in a business in some way, but I didn't feel confident designing clothes because I'd never studied fashion. Um, When the pandemic hit, I was doing yoga online and really loving it. I realized I could sort of create my own home sanctuary like mini yoga retreat and still sort of give me a sense of calm and peace that I wanted to find. I had all the props I had the yoga bolster and the mat and the blocks and everything and my friends were actually really struggling to buy yoga bolsters in particular because they were selling out and um, all of them being produced offshore there were huge delays waiting for more stock to arrive. I um thought about sewing a few and approached my local studio owner and um, I said to her, you know, I'm thinking of making yoga bolsters and she said, don't think about it, just do it and that for me was a huge moment because I'm such an overthinker and this time around I just got straight into it and made it happen. I researched and sketched and planned and made her a sample. And then after a few tweaks, I had my product and she was selling them at her studio. Um, That gave me a huge boost of confidence as people were buying them and loving them. And since then, I've expanded my product range and now do lavender eye pillows and heat packs for your neck and your body. So that is a very roundabout way that I've sort of come to... um, to start
0: the Slow Mo Co. I love that so much. And this is why I love that as one of the first questions for today, because it really takes you on a journey of where it all began. And a lot of listeners are entrepreneurs or mamas who are doing a bit of a side hustle that listen into this show. So they're going to really enjoy listening to this. And it's just, There's a lot in that and, you know, there's the confidence around, you know, finding yourself after having kids. I had someone else on the podcast recently who also had that experience and then re, you know, found herself through something else afterwards, which it sounds like you have as well. And then having the courage, like it's just having that one person that believes in you to really make you take that step. And I love that, you know, the owner of the yoga studio studio said to you, don't think about it, just do it. And you did. And you didn't second guess yourself. I can imagine, though, there has been moments where you have been not feeling as courageous or lacking confidence in what you're putting out there, do you think? Oh,
1: definitely. All the time, it's still something I, I certainly struggle with, you know, and if, um, if I have a week that's, you know, a bit slower in sales than, than the next, you know, I think, oh, that's it. I'll just, you know, throw it all in, you know, that's no one wants my stuff anymore. Um, so there's definite self doubt moments. Yes, I think every business owner probably feels that. Yes, um, <laughs> and yeah, it's really hard. It's really tough. I don't have the secret answer, unfortunately. But if you if you have some hot tips for me, <laughs> let yeah. me know. You um, know
0: what it yeah. is. Yeah, you know what it is, and I and I'm going to ask you this question. It's coming back to the reason of why you're doing it. Always, you know. Yes. Because we have these moments. I have moments of doubt, like I'm moving into studying my degree and I'm like, am I doing the right thing? Why am I doing, you know, you go through all these questions, right? But when we come back to the core of why we're doing something and we really connect to that truth for ourselves and nobody else's ideas or opinions, there is a greater, deeper why behind what you're doing, even if it's hard to kind of dig and find it. And that is the one thing I think that you know, through the times of lack of motivation or lack of sales or, you know, when you are struggling to keep moving the needle, it's really about why am I doing this? What is the impact or legacy that I am trying to create and, and bring into the world? Definitely. Yes. I think
1: that's such good advice. I'm going to print that on my wall because it's so true. And, and I know that, you know, we all know that at our core, but you forget it, right? Like when you're in the depths of despair, you forget. And totally. Um, and it's such a good reminder yeah for sure
0: for sure you know something I always remind my business clients is you know why are you doing it for you so you your family why are you doing it for others the two whys in business are the most important thing and so really coming back to that so I'm going to ask you that why are you passionate about your business or why are you doing your business
1: so for my business, um, I, when I created this product, I am very passionate about sustainability. And, um, you know, I spoke about being also passionate about yoga. So I wanted to create products that can help people be able to do yoga at home and create a sanctuary for themselves to have a little bit of a timeout, whether that be from children or whether that be from their everyday job or just life in general, but I wanted the products to be be made beautifully and made well and fit in with their homes and their lifestyles and they could have it on display and it it fit in seamlessly with their interiors. So, And I wanted it to be something that um, was made really consciously. I wanted to think about um, the way that the fabrics feel and where that fabric is from. So, I choose to use dead stock fabric where possible for all of my products. Dead stock fabrics are end of the line mill overruns, so it's usually just excess that sometimes can actually end up in landfill. So, fabric is um, definitely a love of mine. And uh, going on a bit of a fabric treasure hunt through deadstock to find some gorgeous natural linens is like my dream, my dream job. So that that brings me a lot of joy, um, sourcing those those fabrics and creating them into a product that didn't exist before, but also doing it in a way that has the minimal impact on the on the environment. Um, I think to make these these beautiful things for people and hearing hearing their reviews is, is so important to me, getting their feedback and connecting with these people and then telling me, you know, that um, this yoga bolster, um, I, I use it after I've been gardening all day and my husband uses it as well. We just like to, you know, relax and, and stretch out our backs and um, then we can go back and tend the roses the next day or whether it be uh you know an eight month pregnant woman who's using it in between her knees to be able to sleep at night so it's things like that that it just makes it real when you're producing something for real people out there that have real needs and real desires that's what's important to me and to do it from a place of consciousness is um is very fulfilling
0: I love that. And it's, it's no doubt that that's why I loved your product when I found it, (laughs) it like encompasses all of who I am when it comes to, you know, the the beautiful part. I'm very visual. And it's funny you say that it fits in with everybody's homes because I I actually think that and believe that with the product and you've not said that to me before, but it really is. It's a beautiful bolster. <laughs> like, you know, some of them aren't so great looking. And so I really loved it from that point as well. And it is sustainable, which I'm really conscious of as well. And trying to do more with in my own personal life and it is versatile. And I was going to ask you, do you have to be, you have to be a yogi to benefit from it? And it sounds no, like,
1: yeah, well, I don't think so. No, I mean, yeah, of course that's where, where it all began for sure. Um, but no, and the more I sort of talk to um, talk to my customers, and they come back to me with the ways they're using it, I'm, I'm like in awe. It's it's so awesome that this um, someone called it a, a yoga sausage thing. They're like, what's that yoga sausage thing? You know, people a lot of people don't even know you know what it is, but it's like it's like a c- cylindrical um, cushion, I guess that that is, is traditionally used for restorative yoga and um and yin yoga so um but I I had someone the other day tell me um she has had a couple of children and has a lot of pelvic pain she sort of squats on it with her laptop and does her work so she uses it as a little squatting squatting chair I was like wow that's amazing I love (laughs) that I think that's (laughs) Are you
0: going to give that one a try? <laughs> no, I was actually going to say I caught my boyfriend using it the other day in his office. And what was he, he doing? Well, he was using it. sounds really bad. He was using it for um, his rehab, actually, because he, he was using oh. it between his, like, legs and knees so he could do some sort of movement for his rehab that he's doing at the moment. And I was like, oh, you oh, didn't find that, did you? <laughs> so, oh, has he hurt himself? Yeah, I think just playing rugby and doing different things in his lower back. So he's doing, you know, rehab.
1: that's, yeah, that's funny because, um, you know, men, my husband as well, they're they're really yang based. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not super into Chinese um, medicine, but I mean, that's sort of what yin yoga is is based around in the meridians. But um, yeah. it's men are yeah are so yang. They're so outward. They're so you know like want to be active all the time um this is a massive generalization but um my husband loves running you know as fast as he can and you know, push-ups and going really hard and yeah. you know as he gets older unfortunately um he's hurting himself more you know so he, i'm getting him into um stretching on the bolster and uh he just said to me this morning oh, i'm gonna have to, have to do a stretch session tonight you know to these, uh, these back muscles are getting a bit sore. so yeah, I do think it's something that um, everyone can really can really use and get the benefits from.
0: Well, it is so comfortable and, you know, I don't, I used to practice a lot of different forms of yoga years and years ago, but when I purchased your product, it was because I was doing more yin and I wanted to have the full experience of yin yoga with the bolster and it is just such a, a beautiful, like, it's so comfy. <laughs> it's yeah. you put it, you know, and so it can be used for, I can see how it can be used for many different things for sure.
1: Yeah, so they're um, – it's funny that you say it's comfy because that's, like, what, what most people say to me as well. They're, like, it's just – it's, like, the most comfortable one they've tried. Um, they're filled with buckwheat hulls, which is a really um, – it's quite a unique material to, to fill into a bolster because normally they're made with things like wool, um, sometimes recycled PET stuffing or, like, toy stuffing and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Um, the buckwheat hull is like a byproduct of, of um, buckwheat, and it comes from farms within New South Wales that have sustainable farming practices. And um, it, it is just like a magical material that, um, that I discovered. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it. The moment I got it and put it in my sample and laid on it, I was like, oh, I'm in heaven, like I can't go back now to, um, to having a foam filled yoga bolster. Because the fact that you can also like take some out um, if you prefer it softer or top it up later on, you know, in years to come means you can have it forever. So it's, um, yeah, it's a really great, great material.
0: And so to go on that actually a little bit, you said that you sourced the dead linen. Is that, no, dead stock, sorry. Um, Oh, yeah, dead stock. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you, how did you do that? Like, how did you find these amazing linen companies and and that farm with the buckwheat hulls?
1: I, yeah, like it has been um, just, I guess, producing locally has been such an eye-opener to be able to, um, you know, obviously I did the initial research, but just speaking to one person leads me on to the next person, mm-hmm. leads me on to the next person. It's like this weird chain, um, especially when you're doing something, yes, in such a, a short chain of production, um, I guess I speak to, I found the booklet like relatively easily and then you know, they got me onto someone else and then, you know, it's all word of mouth. And even the people that um, the, my fabric supplier, you know, they got me onto a um, fabric cutter. So it's so a certain person, their job day in, day out is to cut um, shapes out, patterns out for, you know, whether it be um, fashion or homewares or now yoga bolsters, you know, so all day they just cut out fabric. So then they hand it to someone who sews the fabric and sews it up into, um, you know, in my case, yoga bolsters, and then someone else fills it with the buckwheat. So it's just this um, this amazing supply chain that I've, along, you know, a long, little, many months in, in trying to plan it and get it all set up, um, I've just been super lucky, I guess, to to find these people that then, you know, I create relationships with, we collaborate, we have a chat about it and they're like, oh, you should go and meet this person. So um, there are some really clever people in Australia that are doing some amazing things and they're so skilled and produce beautiful quality products that you just don't really know that are out there until you sort of start looking around
0: I love that. And you know what? I really believe when we are on purpose or we are following what lights us up, we are directed, whether it's divinely, like godly, universal, whatever it might be. And we are then connected to these people that lead us to the next thing, to the next thing. And there's this beautiful sense of flow. And that's what it kind of sounds like to me. Definitely. You know, I, I pinch myself each time it happens and I'll be like excitedly call, call
1: my sister or my friend or something and be like, oh my God, I just, you know, I just met another person that's going to help me in this business. And um, yeah now sort of I feel like I've sort of got my people now and um, and I just love chatting and connecting with them so much and um, having them close by it just means that um, I can I can see them whenever I want when it's not locked down. <laughs> now it's a little bit trickier but um, yeah it's, it's amazing to be able to connect with um, with everybody in in such close quarters and um being able to produce something together is, is really nice um, nice community
0: yeah it, it's it sounds so beautiful and so Courtney is this something you do full-time now or is this a bit of a side thing are you working in any oh, other space
1: I, I I am um meant to be doing it part-time but you know <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. don't tell my boss my boss is my husband um (laughs) he knows the 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 cat's out of the bag but um yeah I I do work um in a in an admin role as well Uh so um yeah it's it's tough trying to trying to balance it all and I'm still you know still ironing that all out because I think um for me I I, I think again a lot of business owners are, are the same but um For me, I struggle with time management, (laughs) I think. Um, It's only a year old, so I'm still doing everything myself except the physical sewing. So the designing, sourcing fabrics, social media, website, packing orders, customer service, and it's it's so much, you know, there's always more to do and it can feel really overwhelming sometimes. Um, I get a lot of shiny object syndrome and (laughs) it's really hard to stay focused and on task. So I'm constantly feeling like I'm so busy, I'm so busy. But um, looking back, I'm just reacting, you know, rather than really progressing forward. So I've noticed that now, and I'm like, okay, it's time to, you know, time to reassess. And I'm trying to structure my my days and my weeks and time block. And so my other job is, you know, certain days of the week, so that I can just do that rather than be trying to wear four different hats in one day. Um, is that how do you do it? Because you do you do a lot a lot of different things. So how do you how do you structure your week like that?
0: Yeah, I think what you've just shared is pretty much the life of any entrepreneur when they're starting. <laughs> out. Yeah. It's yeah. really normal. So it, it's probably a good thing you feel the way you do. Um, I think it never really ends because I think when you have a entrepreneurial mind, you have this visual mind, you have ideas, you have a lot of stuff going on because you see things differently to others. Um, I think really it is about being disciplined. I think at the end of the day, it's got to be structured and disciplined to some level. But then I think there's got to be a sense of okayness, like when something does pull you in a different direction, being okay with that and kind of going with that flow and being open to that flow. Because, yeah. yeah, we do wear many hats and we do have to be showing up for lots of different stuff. And in your case, you know, being a wife but also being a mum and a business owner and an employee and all those sorts of things. But I think it does eventually settle to some level, but it's just about being okay with the flow and the movement of the each week because it does change all the time and there are lots of things pulling at you.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I think having some sense of structure with like flexible with that structure for sure but um yeah but some sort of boundaries um for me personally are, are going to are going to be good I think
0: <laughs> definitely and it's about choosing each day of each week keeping it to a similar thing that maybe yeah didn't. 9 and 12 on a Monday, this is what you do every week and that's kind of the discipline you set for that and, you know, Friday afternoon or whatever it might be and then each week trying to stick to that structure and then being okay with sometimes being pulled out of that space.
1: Yes, definitely. That's right. Yep.
0: So tell us, has there been some challenges along the way? Because I can imagine as a business owner being very new and having to create a product, you know, from scratch, what have you discovered or been challenged by, and have you learned some lessons from those experiences?
1: Um, yeah, I think um, I feel like I, I spend a lot of my time just um, problem solving, really. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, not so much bias. Like, I, I guess I've been lucky in, in that, you know. Yeah, everyone I work with are really lovely. Um, the yoga industry are all, you know, um, they're all lovely people. So my customers are amazing. So not so much putting out fires more, I guess. Um, definitely now um, things that things are hard with lockdown, I guess because I can't um, I can't go and visit my beautiful makeup. Um, who's in Newtown. I'm in Balmain so it's like really close by and um, I miss her and I want to see her. So um, and uh, you know normally we do really small batches of um, production which is awesome because we can sort of do it on a demand basis. So um, yeah not being able to um, to go back and forth to her with, with supplies and with fabric and everything's delayed and um you know things like that so then there was um there was a mouse plague in um in uh rural new south wales where the buckwheat's from
0: so oh. this
1: more i guess it's more sort of environmental challenges if anything um and you know at the end of the day they're all out of my control so um it's learning to just go with the flow and do what you can you know it's just trying to manage expectations and um And you get there in the end and just being really open about communication I think as well
0: is important. Mm, Yeah, I agree with that. And definitely like you said before, you've made some beautiful relationships and I think investing in relationships in any type of business is really important.
1: For sure, yes. I think people are everything. So um, building on those relationships and nurturing those can um, be so rewarding. Um, if I didn't have the the people that you know, all of my suppliers and uh, my makers and everyone involved, I wouldn't have a business. You know, I'd be sitting here on my little sewing machine trying to make everything, and there's just no way. There's just no way. So, and I can't I can't do that. The quality that they produce is is like next level. So, um, yeah, yeah, I um, I think they're they're my biggest asset. <laughs>
0: So good. So would you say if you could do things over again, would there be something you'd do differently or are you happy with the journey as it's been?
1: Um, Yeah, I think looking back, um, I just had my my one-year birthday, business birthday, and um, so it was really interesting to sort of look back at at what has happened and um, I've just learned so much because it's my first business and, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot to learn so it's been pretty fun journey, I would say. Like, yeah, there's definitely been some lows, but there's been a lot of highs. And um, I think, you know, I sort of think, oh, I should have just started sooner. I should have just had the courage to to give it a go, you know, a long, long time ago. I think it's been twenty years I've been thinking about starting some wow. sort of business. So, and I'm almost forty. So, you know, I think, oh God, I've wasted I wasted a lot of years. But um and then, I'm, and then I think, no, um, it wasn't the right time, you know. It just, I had to have everything aligned to, to make it happen when it did happen. And I had to hear that from, um, from the studio manager at that yoga studio that day. You know, I had to be in her class that day when she, she mentioned something about yoga bolsters being really hard to get. You know, it all happened for a reason and I was there ready to listen to that and ready to act on it. And, yeah, I think it was a bit of a divine intervention. Um, And if I'd started any other time, I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it would have panned out perhaps as well. And I'm not really – I don't have that fear of failure like I did when I was younger. I was always so scared that my business would fail. If I started something, what would people think of me? You know, if, if they're like, oh, how's that business? How oh, is that not around anymore? And I was so um, anxious about that. But for some reason now I'm completely fine with it. It's like if, if the business fails tomorrow, I think um, I've learned so much that it's all worth it. It's all, you know, it's all been worth the journey anyway.
0: I love that, you know, because the thing is, every single step, I would say with every new level, there's a new devil. But with that is that we every year or every part of our journey towards where we are now and where we're going teaches us what we need to be able to be that person for that level. Right. And so it's always divine timing. I think get out of your own way is really important. And, you know, potentially you could have started a bit earlier, but the timing wasn't right. And that's why you're doing it now. And you have more courage and you have more confidence and you've got a lot more skills than you would have had 20 years ago. You know, life experience gives you so many tools and skills and, and person, you know, you're able to create relationships probably better than you were able to back then as well. So, I think for anyone listening, it is just about going. You know what I've been thinking about this idea for such a long time now, and like your, you know, that lady in the yoga studio said to you, "Don't think about it, just do it." I love that. I think it's probably going to be the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> She'll it's love awesome. it. She'll love yeah, it. <laughs> it's totally- You know, I think it's really, really powerful because how often do we just sit it and think about things? Because deep within our heart and soul, we always know way before anything else. And then our mind comes in and goes, no, you can't do that or starts back chattering to us. And so it's trusting in that, you know, that feeling and that calling and knowing that it's the right next step. Definitely.
1: Yes. And um, I've spent a lot of time doing business plans over the years. (laughs) Like I don't really get very far, but um, my husband sat back and just watched me, you know, do business idea after business idea. And this time around, I I must give him a shout-out because he also was like, do not write a business plan on this. (laughs) (laughs) Step away from the computer. Um, It's like, just start. She said she's going to sell them, you know, just just do it. Go for it. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny how, how sometimes if something's not working, I guess, you know, I wanted to do it for so long, and, um, but, yeah, it just hadn't panned out. You've got to do it differently, right? You've got to think how else could I, I could give it a go without doing the plan, without overthinking it this time around.
0: Yeah. So, and yeah. Let, let purpose drive you and that's yeah. much stronger than any plan. That's it, yes. So as a business owner, I can imagine as well as a yogi, let's say, and even though you call yourself a bad yogi, how <laughs> important do you believe it is to take care of your own well-being so that you're able to show up in the world as your best self? And, you know, how do you make time to do this? Um,
1: I think it's so important
0: to make time to
1: connect with yourself and with your loved ones, whether you're a business owner or not. Um and that's definitely something I learned the hard way after after having kids. Um, it's um, you know you feel you feel guilty um, putting your hand up and saying you know I need some time out, I need some time to myself, and um, you, you realise that that's actually what's going to help everyone around you, everyone in your close proximity, if you have time to yourself to reset. Um, so as parents. Um, My husband and I negotiate our me time so we can all get what we need. So sometimes he might go for a surf or, um, you know, I might go to a yoga class or we'll each catch up with our friends. And sometimes it's me asking for a few hours to sew uninterrupted on a Sunday afternoon and make a dress or something like that. So we try and schedule in um, date nights too with each other and you know invest in a babysitter and not sort of you know think oh it's not it's not worth the money because it's always worth the money to go out to a you know nice dinner together and uh, reconnect with one another um but I think you have to schedule it in into a calendar as unromantic as that sounds you know it just it just doesn't happen
0: we've Um, been doing the same with the oh yeah yeah it's actually on the calendar whose turn it is each time (laughs)
1: Hang on a minute.
0: What well, you have turns, you have turns in who um Organizes chooses where it. to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm going to I'm going to do that. So we have to like <laughs> whoever's week it is has to do something outside of the home like an organizer. It doesn't have to cost lots of money or it doesn't have to be some fancy restaurant. Like it's just got to be one of us doing whatever it is. So the last thing yeah. we went to was I think it was West Side Story, the the musical. Like, oh, that's Celebrity so you know. Yeah. well that was that That's was a no fun takeaway. one. <laughs> but no, you know, it could be in the park, it could be anything, but we're trying to do more of that because we're quite individual, you know, meeting later in age in life and also, you know, me studying, me working, him having businesses as well. Yeah. So I really love that. And it and it may sound unromantic, but it's the best way to make sure that you do connect and you do spend time together because it's so easy to get swept up in life.
1: Definitely. So true. Yeah. And you've got to remember, you know, you're with each other for a reason and yeah, you don't want to be um housemates.
0: (laughs) You wanna be more than housemates, right? It's so funny. And it's so true it can get like that for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I think um we haven't had a lockdown date now that I think about it actually. So we might have to, you know, do one of those ordering in um ordering in from a a restaurant that might be struggling in the area and uh, we might eat it on our balcony or
0: something. (laughs) I love that. That sounds like a great plan. So tell us what's the future hold for the slow moco. Um,
1: I think just keep on going, just keep doing what I'm doing. Um, I I think I, I want to expand my product range. So, um, I'm, toying with the idea of maybe going into homeware, sort of given my um, interior design background, um, and maybe even some loungewear, dip my toe into the fashion world. So sort of, you know, um, it it has has to be fabrics based and textiles in some way because I just love it um and I yeah I want to create more things that that can um make people feel more more slow more at ease at home and be surrounded by by beautiful practical things
0: I love that I actually was only just recently saying I wanted to get some linen to like throw over our couch so that we could change it and just have it oh, I've yeah. seen people do it before but I've not don't know how to do it but <laughs> maybe <laughs> i'll suss that out for you Rebecca. No <laughs> i just love that linen look and you can just you know we've got a puppy but it's you can just throw it in the wash and then throw it back over the couch i just love how it looks that messy yeah kind of, yeah,
1: it's yeah. Good. you've got to embrace the creases though with linen but you know that's all part of the look right, the lived-in look. right. <laughs> so <you get> lifting <laughs> the iron out. yeah i love that so I'd
0: love to know, I do you read firstly and what are you currently listening to or reading?
1: Um, yes, I love reading. I think um, I try to sort of switch off at night um, pretty early because especially because I'm getting up so early at the moment um, i be in bed by like 9 o'clock and then read for like 20 minutes before falling asleep. So um, at the moment, I don't normally do this. I'm normally more like a true crime type person, but um, which is a bit hardcore. Um, definitely way too hardcore for me in our current circumstances. So um, I've actually got Little Women, which is um, you know I just I don't know. It's all too much at the moment going on in the world, and it's kind of nice just to read something that's like a nostalgic childhood book.
0: Mm, I like that because you're right. And I only just yesterday, I had to switch off socials and only create and not consume anything because it sound, it seems like everything's gotten a lot louder lately and there's a lot of pain and a lot of heaviness in the yeah. air around us right now. And so tuning out from that, and I love that you're reading a book that's allowing you to do that. I think it's so important because it's just a crazy world that we're living in, especially where you are right now in Sydney and lockdown. Yes. Yes. So, um,
1: highly recommend thinking about the books that bring you comfort at the moment. Yeah. I think that's what it's that's what it's about. Bring yeah, doing all the all the comfort things.
0: Yeah, just nurturing ourselves right now a little bit more. That's it. Lots of bubble baths. Yes, is there anything else that you'd love to leave us with today? I've absolutely loved having you on the show and I think it's been so great for your first podcast to get you out into the space. But is there anything else that we haven't covered that you'd love to share? Oh
1: look, I don't I don't think so. I think I've said it all. I don't even know. I'll listen back to this and be like, I said what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but um yeah, I just want to I guess encourage people to to carve out more time for themselves and do mm. things, do things that they love. Yeah, we're all busy and um sometimes it's nice to just slow down and um enjoy the beautiful life that you have.
0: Yes, because it it seems that silence or slowing down has become a bit more of a luxury thing now because we don't do enough of it, right? And we don't spend enough time in our own thoughts, our own energy, our own space. And so making time for that is really important and really connecting back to what makes us feel good, not what's going on around us.
1: That's so true. Yes, it is a luxury. That's like my idea of heaven, (laughs) sitting in silence right now. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it can be really nourishing and, and replenishing. So, yeah, definitely.
0: And get yourself a bolster just to lay on. <laughs> get a bolster. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> yes.
1: And I wanted to um, offer your lovely listeners a special code uh, for 10% off if they wanted to check anything out on my
0: Amazing. website.
1: Amazing. So use the code Rebecca uh, for 10% off. And currently I'm offering free shipping Australia-wide as well.
0: Wow, that's awesome. That's really exciting. I'll leave all that in the show notes. Uh, The episode will be released next week anyway, so it'll be really great for everybody to jump on that, especially now we're in lockdown in a lot of places in Australia, but also just I think a lot of people people are spending a lot more time at home, so it's the perfect time to start diving into yoga or even just having those moments of silence and meditation and laying back on the bolster because, like I said before, they are so comfy and they're actually – I want to say they're healthy for you. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll go with that.
1: They are healthy for you. I mean, yes, they're, they're vegan and low tox as well. So, yeah, you're having your face all up in it. You know, you don't want to be breathing in some a toxic product.
0: So, yes, they are healthy for you. That's why I. That's exactly why I chose your brand because I found it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is sustainable. It's not toxic. It's all of the things, and it looks pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes how did you find me Rebecca I would love to know oh, do you know what I wish I knew I must have I must have searched on Instagram or something because that's where okay. I sent- pretty much everything <laughs> I wish I could tell you but I remember finding it one night because I just started doing aloe mousse like the yoga online again and I was doing I don't really do let's say normal yoga for the people listening but I do yin yoga if I'm doing it at home and I just was like I need something to lay on I'm not laying on this pillow anymore it's oh, silly yeah and, and so, so with I,
1: your oh sorry you go there you go with your yin yoga do you follow an online class or do you do your own thing
0: yeah, I follow um, something Allo yoga, Allo oh, yeah. on Aloe Yoga, Aloe Moves. Oh, yeah. Um, I used to practice doing my own stuff and doing my own yoga, but I just put that on and I just follow through and listen to that and I play music at the same time and I just got – I was like, I'm not laying on this pillow anymore. It's not the same experience. I want to actually, because I was trying to lay in the in the posture uh, or the pose and I couldn't get the same experience as you do with a bolster. So that's when I was like, right, I'm just searching for this a bolster and I'm really conscious about how I spend my money and I really want things that are low-tox, sustainable. Like it really hit all my needs, like I said earlier, and I truly mean that. But it also looked good and so that's for me was I was like sold straight away. I was like, get me one. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I'm so glad you found me. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad too, because I got to have you on the podcast and be your like popular podcast cherry. <laughs> I know. Thank you for that. I feel very relieved. I feel like I might need, oh. a, you know, a midday wine, but I'm yeah. okay. while well, you're in lockdown. Wine <laughs> <laughs> every day. So where can people connect with you, Courtney? Because I want people to be able to find you online. So
1: my website is theslowmo.co.com.au. I have some stockists around Australia as well, and they're all listed on my website if you don't want to purchase online. And I'm pretty active on Instagram, the.slow.mo.co, and I do a few reels there on how how to use the yoga bolster. Um, and if you're interested in sewing and seeing um, me make my handmade wardrobe, you can find me at sewn.buy.moire. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. And do you know what? I just remembered how I found you. I oh, yeah? You I went to, and this is, it all links. See how it all links. So I went to James Street to Nimble Active. Oh, so yeah, I yeah, it. So this is how my brain Nimble. went. Yeah, I went there because we were staying in the Carlisle for my birthday. We went oh, there. how good is it? It's amazing. And I went there and I was like, oh my God, these are amazing. Ah. Like, I remember seeing them. And I love purchasing direct from people. That's why I go to the farmers markets, all that sort of stuff. So I actually took the card or the note that they had there of your thing. And I was like, I'm getting one of these. And then I put it away. And then I was doing yoga, like I shared in that story before. Like, it must have been a month later or something. And I was like, I need a bolster so badly because I'm using this cushion and it's not working. And that's when I remembered and searched you and that's when I bought it that was the story oh my gosh
1: I'm so happy to hear that that's
0: yeah that's
1: like definitely been a highlight of, of my year is um connecting with Nimble because it's such a great brand um, yep. of activewear and yeah. um and that you saw it it was meant to be
0: meant to totally be. totally I just <laughs> remember when you just said you had the stockers I went oh my gosh that's yeah, right hang hey, on a minute. <laughs> I remember. And I remember just in time for the end of the episode. So that's exciting. Oh, thank you.
1: I love hearing that.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. I've absolutely loved having you on and being able to share you with everybody else is what I'm excited about. So thank you for your time today, as I know time is precious, um, but I'm really grateful that you were able to join us today. Thanks
1: so much, Rebecca. I've loved it. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I loved chatting with Courtney, and you know, it's just another beautiful reminder of how powerful Instagram and social media is. Whenever I purchase a product that truly aligns to who I am, this product being very sustainable and beautiful, and I chose it particularly because of those great things, I reach out to that company or that human that is behind the brand and I tell them what I think and I share how excited I am that I've just purchased their product and all of those things. So, It goes a long way connection in the social media space, which I believe is full of not always so authentic humans. So if you are a genuine soul and you connect with another beautiful, genuine soul, it is making social media a beautiful place again. So please do so. Please jump over to Courtney's website, The Slow Mo Co, and use Rebecca at the checkout for a 10% discount, a generous discount that she has put to for our listeners today. So until next episode, enjoy the rest of your day.